I'm glad that I'm out of that situation, but I am not happy she's dead. Did Gypsy know that you were going to kill her mother? Um, honestly, she asked me to. Okay. Generation X Paranormal. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. So by the time you're here or watching this, hearing it, whatever it is, happy new year. Happy new year. It's a new year. It is a new year. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been off for a while. We took a little bit of a break, but if you've ever been in a, in a situation where you, where you have a show or you have something like this, you never officially really get a break. No, not <laughs> so, completely. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but anyway, so to be honest with you, we weren't exactly sure if we were going to come back this week or not. I think we were actually kind of leaning towards coming back next week. I think by the time this comes out, I think it's supposed to be, what, January 5th, I think? Mm -hmm. So we had initially intended to come back the next week. Well, the reason, or one of the many reasons we decided to go ahead and come back a little bit earlier is because there's been some interesting news recently. Yes, there has, at least for us here in Missouri. Yeah. And of course, as I always say, if you've clicked on the uh, thumbnail or if you're if you've seen it on the uh, podcast, you kind of already know what this is about. Yes. Um, so, just kind of tee it off at the beginning. We um, we live in the area, okay? Yes, we do. Um, so this, and we'll get into what it is, but this all happened in the general Springfield, Missouri area, mm -hmm. and that is where we currently reside. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, let's just kind of get into it. Mm -hmm. So, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. So, she was released from the Chillicote, Missouri prison on Thursday, December 28, 2023, after spending eight years in jail. Uh, she was released early from a 10-year jail sentence, and she posted her first selfie. Mm -hmm. On Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> and it's called the First Selfie of Freedom. I mean, listen, when she... When she went away, that didn't really exist, so fine, whatever. But um, Maybe, but maybe not as popular. I don't no, know. No, but they certainly did use some social media, and we'll get to that. Yes, so, yes. Um, but anyway, um, kind of also what we want to say is there is no shortage of other content out there reviewing every last detail of what happened during oh, yeah. the... This during the whole thing. <laughs> right, during the whole thing, and... And we're gonna cover it, but we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell too much on the the details a little bit, but not not that deep. I mean, there's movies, there's everything else in the world that that do that with great detail. And quite honestly, I think for us, we kind of want to talk more about some of the other stuff, right? But uh, anyway, so I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna Tarantino this a little bit. We're going to go all the way back. Yeah. We're going to go back <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of detail in, in some of the, some of the run up before this all happened, which I don't think a lot of people talk about. They want to talk about the big event. Right. So we're going to do a little beforehand. Right. And if we didn't cover in the beginning, this is the Gypsy Rose Blanchard incident, in which Gypsy Rose and her boyfriend, Nick Nicholas go to John murdered uh, Dee Dee Blanchard in mm -hmm. Springfield, Missouri. So mm -hmm. I, 
just kind of giving you a heads up what we're going to get into, but this is a little of the run-up before it. But and, you know, I believe this is the abnormal part of it. This is the very All this. abnormal. Yeah, <laughs> yes. this is the part. This is the part where you realize there's so many different layers to uh-huh. to the uh-huh. situation, but. Yeah, tons and tons of layers. But anyway, Claudine Petrie, uh, otherwise known as Dee Dee Blanchard, uh, became pregnant at 24 by Rod Blanchard, who was 17. Now, these guys are pretty young. They, were mar- um, they got married. They yeah. got married. Mm-hmm. And from what Rod said, they kind of got married for the wrong reasons. Um, it just I don't think it really went well in the beginning. But nonetheless, uh, what they did do is they did have a daughter mm-hmm. and they named her Gypsy Rose. Now, what's interesting about that is that Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? For whatever reason, she liked that. But the, f- the part that I found really funny, being a fan myself, Rod at the time was a big fan of, of Guns N' Roses. And given the time when, when uh, Gypsy would have been born, that was a huge band. So, of course, she, he threw in Rose. So, became know, Gypsy Rose. It became Gypsy Rose. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like I said, they got married and, and things just sort of fell apart. And Dee Dee did try to get them back together, but... I don't think that really worked out no, too well. No. Um, so what ended up happening is Dee Dee uh, took her newborn daughter to live with, with Dee Dee's family, with her and her family. They went mm-hmm. together. But anyway, Rod claimed at the time that um, up to the point where Gypsy was three months old, Dee Dee started to kind of talk about that, that Gypsy had these medical problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a very much considered a, a newborn and she started claiming things like she had sleep apnea and that At three months old. How do you know? Yeah, that? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I have no mm-hmm. clue how you would figure that out at three months old. But um, anyway, they would take her to the hospital. They'd put her up to monitors. Um, yeah, and she just kind of got convinced that Chipsy had these really crazy, wild uh, health issues. Um, and she attributed it to some chromosomal disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, her mother claimed that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy and made her use a walker. And if I remember in some of the some of the detail, this was this was pretty young at a young age. Yeah, so yeah. she was thrown right into the fire. But mm-hmm. anyway, and it kind of kind of make things a little bit more evident. Gypsy, I guess she kind of stopped going to school after the second grade. And some people even report kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about some stunted growth. Um, her mother homeschooled her after that, which <clears throat> I say that probably very tongue in cheek and loosely because. I think that had a lot to do with being able to, well, she said her, her, her illnesses were too severe for her to go right, to school. But a sense of control then. Right. So mm-hmm. I think she did this in order to, well, kind of set her up for more abuse. I mean, mm-hmm. you contain somebody for that long, you can manage them and, and you really just kind of, you dictate everything they do. I mean, it was so bad that Gypsy learned how to read or yeah, learned how to read through her own by the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean... Get me wrong. I'm there's sure worse good ways. Books. Yeah, there's other ways. <laughs> I mean, but still, I she's learning how to read through Harry Potter books. So I think that's kind of where some of this abuse kind of kicked off. Yeah. Well, it started very early. Right. Now, so Dee Dee's family. Yeah. They kind of said that when she was young, she would steal from them. Okay. Like, I guess she would get mad or she was told no about something. It was almost like retribution she didn't get her way well that kind of kicks off deviance yes yes exactly so that's not all though so they also suspected that in 1997 that when her mom was like really sick she was 
I think she worked as a nurse's aide or something, and she was taking care of her mother, that she caused her mother to die by withholding food from her. Wow. By making her weak. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plot thickens. Mm Mm-hmm. And they also suspect that when she was caring and preparing food for her stepmother, that she was pouring Roundup weed killer into the food and causing her to get even more ill. <laughs> wow. What a great person. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> when I read that, I was like, it made me immediately think of The Sixth Sense. You remember when... The little boy goes oh, and he's like, yeah. you know, trying to help the little dead ghost girl or whatever. Yeah. And he takes the video or the VHS tape. Yeah. And this really dates <laughs> it. The VHS tape to the dad. And he he sees like the hidden video of the stepmother poisoning his daughter. Yeah, like Drano at the funeral. or something. Yeah. 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 And I immediately thought of that. I'm like, did she get that idea from the movie? <laughs> you know, what's interesting. That it's around the same time. time. Yeah. I know. I mean, I oh, guess yeah. you don't have to get that, but it, it immediately made me think of that. Boy, it really kind of set in the table for Dee Dee mm-hmm, Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Now, also during this time, so Dee Dee was arrested for like several like minor offenses, but one of them was writing bad checks. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they do much like they do nowadays, but in the old days, it was called debtor's prison and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they would throw them in jail. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, when the Petries began to confront, you know, Dee Dee about Gypsy and how she was treating her and how they were like, basically, you know, what were you doing to the stepmother? Because she kept getting sicker, like she was supposed to be caring for her. And so they kind of, you know, expressed like, maybe you're, you're messing with something. She immediately left and she took Gypsy with her. And she went to this public housing in New Orleans in this suburb of Slidell. Possibly yeah, Slidell, Slidell. Slidell, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's what's fun? Well, not funny, but after she left, like the stepmother immediately started to improve, like her health improved. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not getting force-fed right. Roundup. I would think you'd start well, feeling yeah, better. Well, yeah, but like it's like you know. Yeah, it's very proof positive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Now she paid her bills in this public housing because she got child support from Rod, but she was also getting public assistance. Because yeah. she had claimed all these medical conditions that Gypsy possibly had. Imagine that. So now she's cheating the system. She's learning. Mm-hmm. She's learning, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Dee Dee would take Gypsy to see all these different specialists in New Orleans. So one of the places that she took her was Tulane Medical Center. which it's very I, from, Yeah, from yeah. what I've heard it is. And also the Children's Hospital of New Orleans, you know, to seek treatment for all these illnesses she said that Gypsy had, right? Right. And so she just, it like seemed like every single time she went back, she claimed another one and claimed another one. I know one was like, she said she had leukemia and the muscular dystrophy. Well, then she added on these hearing and vision problems. Okay. Okay. I know there was stuff included with like her dental problems and all these other stuff. So it just kept adding on. Okay. Now the doctors did a muscle biopsy, which found no sign of muscular dystrophy. Imagine that. So she wasn't able to actually claim that at this time. Okay. Now she successfully got treatment for Gypsy for all of these other issues though. 
which I'm going to get to this in a second, <laughs> my opinion on this whole thing. Yeah. Now, Dee Dee also told the doctors that Gypsy was having seizures every few months, which that's something that unless she has one in the office, they can't really typically prove. However, they can do scans and stuff and see, but they it has to be at the time, right? right. The seizure has to be happening yes. at the time. Okay. Now, having experience in this, they could right. <clears throat> they could go through testing with lights and all kinds of other stuff. But, yes, yeah. but unless you're having almost yes. one at the time, they can't, <clears throat> you can't really prove no. that per se. No. So the doctors prescribed anti-seizure medication, which Yuck. you've been on it for a little, small time period, and yes. we know other people that have, and that stuff is serious. Yes, it is. I mean, it really affects you. Yeah, it, it did things to me. I mean, just the anxiety alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it debilitates you, basically. It really does. Now, it probably does a lot of good for some people. Well, if you are having yeah. lots of seizures, but if you don't have any, I mean, that's messing with your brain. Of course it is. Waves and everything Yeah, else. your brain chemistry. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Now, and, and here's, well, I'm going to get to it again in a second, but they actually perform surgeries on her. Okay. And she would take her to the emergency room, like, on a regular basis, saying, oh, this is happening and this is happening. I'm pausing for effect because I just, how does a doctor, a surgeon, like, especially at these types, and and I know people can be manipulative, and there's like, like we said with the, you know, the seizure and stuff, that's not proven unless you actually see it happen, right? Or there's other things, but... How in the world would you, as a doctor or a surgeon, perform a surgery on someone for certain things if it's not there? Well, I don't understand that. The surgery, I can't explain. But it sounds more exploratory than anything else. However, when you're a physician, you rely, especially at that age, you rely on a lot of the parental experience. So, you know, Ooh, yes. and what she was doing is she was going in and telling these doctors who, you know, obviously they don't have her medical history. So they're relying on Dee Dee's spoken word about what the history of her daughter was, because most people aren't going to put their daughters and or family members on medications and create all these wild fantasies of things that she's sick from. Well, no, but also as a doctor, you're more educated than the people that are coming to see you. On illnesses, right? Sure. And there are a lot of people that are hypochondriacs about things. And they'll come in and say, I think I have this, right? Yes. You just don't automatically say, okay, yes, that's exactly what they have. You run tests. You find out the truth before you. Because a lot of these medications and these surgeries are dangerous, especially if there's a young child coming in. You don't just perform surgeries. Like I know with the muscular dystrophy thing, like they cut tissue out of her leg. Yeah. That forever now, you know, there's an issue with that spot where they did that. You I don't, don't know. Just, it's, I just, it, that part blows my mind that these doctors just went along with this for so long. Yeah. I mean, it does, it does raise a lot of questions, but I also don't completely put the medical community of, of that area to blame because they take so much out of the word of the parent, you know? Yes, but still. Oh, I know. They have a responsibility. They probably learned their lesson. Well, now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's too late at this point. Well, for someone it is. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things Dee Dee did for for Gypsy, you know, because she's so caring, Mm -hmm. um, 
She had a feeding tube installed in this girl. Keep in mind, she could eat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she she had some issues, which we'll, we'll get into much more of that. But yeah. Hurricane Katrina hits, mm-hmm. okay? So it tore apart the whole area in which she lived, and they retreated to a, a shelter in Covington. Now, that was set up for people for special needs because at this point, this is the the party line that she's selling. The fabrication. The fabrication. Yes. Conveniently, Dee Dee says all Gypsy's medical records were somehow destroyed in the flooding. Now, I'm sure that happened for a lot of people that were in this. Yes. I'm not saying that's not the case, but it just so happens that it's convenient for Dee Dee because now she can say she's got all kinds of crap, you mm-hmm. know? So, and her birth certificate. Yeah, her birth certificate, which that comes into play. That's a very big, important part mm-hmm. of the story because that kind of causes a bit of a linchpin for Dee Dee much later. So, with that having happened, a doctor from the Ozarks, where we live, suggested that they relo- relocate to Missouri the next month. They were airlifted and they were given a rental home in Aurora, Missouri. Now, Aurora, Missouri is not that far from Springfield, I think roughly mm-hmm. about 30 minutes, an hour, somewhere on there. No, it's not an hour. It's very <clears throat> yeah. close. So during that t- during the time they were there, uh, they were honored by the Oli Foundation, which I think I'm saying that right. Um, and it advocates for the rights of people with feeding tubes. Mm-hmm. And it named Gypsy as the 2007 Child of the Year. Yeah, I can't. <clears throat> I can't really wrap my head around the diabolical mastermind that she is, Dee Dee, of course. Well, so in 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp, and it was was with a hot tub as well, and it was in a larger project north side of Springfield. Um, It's east, um, yeah, to the east, rather, and then Mm -hmm. they moved there. Now, this is the home that That we we all know. know. Okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Yeah. One of the other things they got were free flights. Now, they did give free flights to go to KC, Kansas City, um, to go to Children's Mercy Hospital, which that I, I get that. If you think mm-hmm. this person needs it, you're going to give them that. But they also got free trips to Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. backstage passes, passes to Miranda Lambert's concert, uh, where she frequently was photographed with Miranda Lambert. Mm-hmm. So it starts getting pretty thick here. And, of course, via the, via the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Mm-hmm. So not only is she defrauding, you know, kind of local, right. Global fundraising. Right. She is defrauding a whole yes. new level here. And of course, Rod Blanchard, he continued to make monthly um, child support payments to the tune of 1200 bucks. So it's not like she was without any kind of money. There right. was still She's some still income. getting something. Yes. Right. And um, at one point, I think during Gypsy's 18th birthday, Rod calls her to talk to her. But before he talks to her, Dee Dee intercepts a call and says, hey, we're going to make sure you don't tell her what her age is because she thinks she's 14. Mm -hmm. Well, she and that's that's one thing is she would never tell her how old she was. She always made her look and she would tell other people that she was much younger than she was. And she was able to do that because, you know, her birth certificate was... Destroyed. Right. right. And if she's if she was 18, she wouldn't qualify for some of this mm-hmm. because she'd be technically an adult. Well, and then Gypsy also, if she thinks she's 18, she could get up and walk out of there. True. Right. 
So we're going to talk a little bit about Gypsy's appearance. Okay, so you would think that someone 18 years of age is going to look like an 18-year-old. Sure. Right? That makes sense. But the physical things that she would do to her was to make her appear much younger. And, like, she basically told people that she had the mind of, like, a seven-year-old is what I, I believe it, like a, a child. Yeah. And, you know, Gypsy's voice was higher pitched, but she would make it even higher because she was told to talk like that. Hmm. Okay? So... She wasn't, you know, she's not very big. She's only five foot tall. She's pretty diminutive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, <clears throat> I'm five foot tall. So people are always talking about <laughs> how little I am all the time. So <laughs> I understand that part of it, okay? And she didn't have many teeth in her mouth, which right. we'll get to a little bit that about that later, okay? She, you know, wore these large glasses, which now I'm guessing she probably didn't even need. Probably not. Okay. And she had the high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, she sounded like a little girl. Okay. Now, Dee Dee would regularly shave Gypsy's head. Okay. Okay. To, like, convince people that she was getting chemo. Sure. You know, for her leukemia. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. And she would tell Gypsy that, you know, since her medication was going to make her hair fall out, they might as well just go ahead and shave it. That was the reasoning she would give it to Gypsy. Jeez. Okay. Yes. So Gypsy would wear wigs or hats to cover her baldness. I've, I've, you know, I've seen a lot of that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So when they would leave the house, Dee Dee would take the oxygen tank and the feeding tube with them. So that this persona could still be used out in public. Sure. Okay. And she would feed Gypsy the children's liquid nutrition supplement, Pediasure. And she did this to her till she was way up in her 20s. So she was heavily malnourished. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've seen pictures of her, which we'll put some up here. I mean, she was extremely thin. But you would expect that from somebody that had like 5,000 ailments and had leukemia and was True. receiving chemo and right all the- muscular dystrophy. And like, when you think about all those things, I'm like, you know, a lot of people do have several things, but they usually don't have that many things all at once. I mean, that's if they, like, if they did, I don't think they, they make it that far. I mean, uh, not to be grotesque, but I think at some point it, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a lot of things to have all at once. <clears throat> right. And I could be wrong. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, it just I, makes me feel it like... It just makes me think that, yeah, that sure. would not be especially that long. Mm. Or at so, least not be hospitalized. Exactly. Well, she tried to do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> she could convince the doctors. Yeah. And so, like we talked about earlier, you know, you said, I don't know why she didn't say anything. Because, you know, we know this from children that are heavily abused. We think, why didn't they do something when they were a little bit older? It's because they have been under this brainwashing since they've been... Tiny. I mean, you think about Gypsy. She was born into this. She doesn't know any other life. You know, she thinks this is what she's supposed to do. As a child, we're supposed to follow the rules and regulations of our parents. We're supposed to do what they say. Or do our best. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, and everybody's personality is different. But when you're born straight into that and you're told these, you know, and she acts all caring out in public, you always know most kids that are, you know, physically abused, emotion, especially emotionally abused, are controlled, not necessarily with physical means, 
but the control of their mind. Right. Okay, so they don't always know that they can do anything about it. Yeah. But she made her feel like she was a little kid and like, you know, what are you going to do? And we know this happens a lot to kids. Yeah, it does. And that's, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. It, it is. It, yes. Yeah. So, but she would use physical abuse to control her. Okay. So Gypsy said that whenever they would go out in public or if they were around other people, she would always hold her hand like in a caring way. But if Gypsy said something that, you know, suggested that maybe she wasn't as sick as she was supposed to be, or that was something like, like if she was saying a phrase or something that sounded more mature than her mental, you know, status was supposed to be. Right. You know, she said that she, her mother would squeeze her hand really tightly, like you better stop. And that's how she would control her in front of people. And then when they'd get alone, Dee Dee would take like a coat hanger and smack her or smack her with her, her hand, like her open hand and smack her. So she was, I mean, the mental abuse is clear. Sure. No, yeah. But there was also physical. It's like, this is what you're going to get if right. you don't, you know, basically play this part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yes. Now, I wish that was the end of what I have to say about stuff that she did, but there was more. Of course. And this, I just... It just blows my mind. This is something I hadn't heard before about this story. Like, I had known most of the things. But apparently, she had Gypsy's saliva glands treated with Botox. Okay? And then had them extracted. Her saliva glands? Her saliva glands, because it was supposed to control this drooling she was supposed she supposedly had. Good Lord. Yeah. And Gypsy later claimed that her mom would induce drooling um, before they would go to the doctor by using a topical uh, anesthetic to numb her gums. Like Orgel or something? I guess. Before they would go into the doctor. I, what? I, okay. Well, to just be able to claim something else was right. wrong with no, her. No, you're right. To get, just, to get more money. I, I mean, this is what this baffled. is about. I know. Yes, and, and sympathy and attention, yeah. right? Now... Because she had some of those pull, or maybe probably most of them pulled out, and with the side effects of the anti-seizure medication that she was on, it caused Gypsy's teeth, the ones that she had remaining, to decay. Sure. And so then the the majority of her front teeth were pulled out Mm -hmm. and replaced by a bridge. So now the poor kid, you know, well... At this point, she's like an adult. I don't know right. sure what, what point 20s this happened. Maybe, yeah. yeah, all this stuff. Okay. So hmm. then, she had tubes implanted in her ears because she said that she had tons of ear infections. She would take her to the doctor, and so then they put tubes in. I mean, that's yeah, but that's pretty marginal. Yeah, yeah, but with everything else, right? I mean, it's just insane asylum. <laughs> like it's literally. Yeah. Hmm. So. What Dee Dee had, Mommy Dearest, was a disorder called Munchausen Syndrome by proxy. Now, that's known as a fictitious disorder imposed on another person. So she would feed Gypsy this constantly, Mm -hmm. which caused this disorder. Um, I guess, unfortunately, we'll never know, but if she truly believed Gypsy had all this... I don't think she did. Right, or she was just doing (laughs) it, obviously, for... 
yeah. all the stuff she got. Attention. Right. Control. I mean, the fact remains that now we know that she all she did all this stuff when she was younger and, you know, tried to kill, well, probably killed her mother and tried sounds, to kill her stepmother. I mean, sounds about that's like right. a psychopath. Oh, yeah. A diabolical one. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she thought she had anything. It was for attention. She got what she wanted out of it. Yeah. That sounds like uh, sounds like a pretty sick individual. Mm-hmm. Now enter the only smart doctor, in my opinion. <laughs> so this guy was a pediatric neurologist, okay, and his name is Bernardo Flasterstein, okay, and he is in Springfield, and I think he was a Mercy, yeah, I doctor, believe so. probably. Anyway, so. Didi was taking Gypsy to see him. Okay. Now he became suspicious because the muscular dystrophy diagnosis didn't match up with, with like what she was saying. And he's like, this doesn't make sense. So he ordered MRIs and blood tests, which found obviously no abnormalities. Right. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. And he basically told Didi, and this is in quotes. He said, I don't see any reason why she doesn't walk. And this was at a follow-up visit after see, he saw Gypsy stand up and support her own weight. Hmm. So, why doesn't she walk? Right. It doesn't make sense, right? No, and he And he put in his notes that, that Dee Dee was not a good historian. Like, she wasn't... <laughs> the stories didn't make any sense. Okay? Now, he went above and beyond and contacted the doctors in New Orleans about you know, all her claims. And that's when he learned that Gypsy's muscle biopsy had come back negative, which basically, you know, went against what Dee Dee had been telling him. Right. Okay. Now he suspected this Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Okay. And I guess she tried to like gain access to his notes, but couldn't. And, and so she decided to like not ever take her there again and went to a different doctor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, he did not follow up by reporting DD to social services. Okay. Because, okay, other doctors told him to, you know, be careful in what you're doing because they were, you know, I mean, they had all this help and all these services and, you know, you're going to screw up your career if you do this. So he didn't do it. The golden goose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... There's an interesting thing here. So in 2009, there was anonymous caller to the police hmm. in Springfield, basically saying, you know, that, that something could be off and that, that you know, she's not as, as sick as they're claiming, you know, wanted to do a wellness check. And the police went out there, but they, you know, accepted Dee Dee's explanation. Plus, they had neighbors and everything else that sure. had been around her. And, and then, you know, they basically closed the case because they couldn't find anything wrong. Well, everyone believes it was this doctor hmm. because, you know, he knew he couldn't, uh, you know, contact social services and it probably, and, you know, they do a lot of good work, but there, there are a lot of hoops to, and, and it's really hard to prove abuse. Sure it is. It's devastatingly hard. Yeah. And even when it has kind of been proven, they still put the kids back with the parents. So knowing that system he knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. So instead he calls the police. <laughs> I think it was him. 
Probably. I mean, it, I mean, it, it would happen right sense. around the same time. He still tried to do something. That's why I said he's kind of like the only <laughs> doctor that had a brain in this whole thing. Yeah, it probably ate him up, too. Oh, I'm sure it did. Well, and now I would imagine, like, the okay. rest of the doctors, it's definitely sure. ate them up. Yeah. So, at this point, Gypsy starts getting older. Mm-hmm. She starts... Becoming a young woman. A young woman. She starts <laughs> yeah. sussing some things out. Mm-hmm. And she has this laptop. Now, I think Dee Dee knew she had the laptop, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I guess through some way, shape, or form, she did meet somebody online. Mm-hmm. This isn't the person you're thinking of, but no. this is someone else. <laughs> but one of the things that Dee Dee, or, um, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose used to do is they used to go to these... These conventions, okay, um, you know, fantasy conventions, you know, things like that where Gypsy could get dressed up and kind of blend in. You know, she had a wheelchair. and Well, and Mommy liked that because it was more attention. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess in 2011, there was an event and w- a lot of people believe that Gypsy tried to escape for the first time. Yeah. What she had done is she had met somebody online. And I guess arranged a way to meet up at the, one of these conventions. Yeah. And, um, you know, they just kind of left and went to a hotel room. Well, obviously, Dee Dee freaks out. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't remember quite how she found her, but somehow this woman finds her. Finds her in the hotel room. Yeah. Right. And because she had fabricated so much of Dee Dee, or of, uh, I'm sorry, of Gypsy Rose, Dee Dee had documentation that basically said this girl is feeble-minded mm-hmm. um is not 18 14 right. i think at the time or something like that oh yeah she had a younger birthday yeah a younger that, birthday so mm-hmm. of course she has the the law on her side to get mm-hmm. her out of that that hotel room so needless to say this does not go well for gypsy <clears throat> so they they go back home and uh, Dee Dee takes a hammer to this laptop, right? Mm-hmm. And threatens her with this same hammer and says, if you ever try some stuff like that again, I'm going to bash your freaking fingers in with this with this hammer. Well, I mean, what what do you do at that point? At this point, Gypsy is, is being framed up as being mentally incompetent. Mm-hmm. She's not of age. So what does she do? Yeah. I don't know. Well, and I think she also, didn't she, she leashed her and like handcuffed her to the bed. Right. So at that point. For two weeks. Yeah. They handcuffed her to the bed at that point and then for two weeks. um, So yeah, she couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And at that point, not only she, her daughter, but now she's actually kidnapped in a way. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, like we said before, the abuse, she believes she can't do anything. <clears throat> right. And, you know, if she's got paperwork saying like, oh, this this kid's mentally incompetent, you know, yeah. the pl- she made her believe like, and this is what abusive parents do, the adults aren't going to believe you. They're going to believe me. Yeah. The police are not going to believe you. They'll believe me because I have paperwork saying you are mentally deficient. Yep. Right? Yeah. So... Like we said before, what is she? She has no escape. No, she can't escape. Especially with the documentation that Dee Dee's got. Exactly. Yeah. So this is her frame of mind at this point. Sure. Yeah. Now we're getting into it. Mm-hmm. So around 2012, Gypsy used the internet after her mom went to bed, 
and made contact with a man named Nicholas Godijohn, and he is from Big Ben, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Now, they met on a Christian singles website, and Godijohn had a record of indecent exposure, which basically he went to a McDonald's, had a laptop out, and was looking at pornography in the McDonald's, by the way, and got caught. I'm not going to go into the specifics of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, so naturally he had a history of some some mental disorders, um, and I guess it's reported that he had disassociative identity disorder and was also on the autism spectrum. But I don't know if they found that out until later. Yeah, not until later. Nonetheless. But we know this now. <clears throat> right. Yes. And in 2015, Gypsy arranged for uh, Godajan to meet her, her and her mother in Springfield. <laughs> now, the plan... You, know, you really understand her frame of mind at this point. Right, but right, yeah. Her plan is that they casually bump into each other at a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Now, just real quick, being from the area, I think we think this is Warenberg, which is now Alamo Draft House. Um, but we're not sure. Could could have also been College Station, but I, I don't know. I'm assuming this is it's the main one. Yeah, yeah. Warenberg. Um, We've been there a million but, times. But anyway, <laughs> they went to see... Uh, I think uh, it was Cinderella, I think, because yeah. she was dressed up as yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, she was dressed up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, they met in costume, and they did casually bump into each other, and they struck up a conversation, and I think they, they tried sitting next to each other, and I don't think Dee, Dee was buying it. Yeah, um, I think, if I remember right, they both snuck out of the theater, like she said she had to go to the bathroom right. or something. And yeah. then they went to the bathroom, and... Um, yeah, they had sex in the bathroom. Yeah. Of a movie theater. First of all, having sex in a bathroom that hall is kinda yuck. But yeah. Uh, better get your popcorn ready, I guess. Ew. <laughs> all right. So here we go, guys. Yeah. This is up. the the main show, if you want to say that everybody knows about, but we're right. just gonna briefly cover it. I mean, because it's while well, we're all here, right? <laughs> yep. Okay, so Fat, you know, flash forward, what, like three years or something like that, to something 2015. Like yeah. Okay. So they've been talking online now for a while. They've been discussing, like, you know, basically, like, would you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Is what she's telling him. Quid you know? pro quo. Yes. Will quo. you do this for me? It's the only way I can escape. Because <clears throat> in her mind, she, I mean, in her frame of mind right now, it is to her. I mean... She's controlled her. She tried to escape before, and look what happened yeah. to her. So, you know, she's thinking this is the only way I can get out of here. But can you do it? I can't do it. Can you do it? Okay, so go to John Returns to Springfield in June of 2015. And he gets here while Gypsy and her mom are at another doctor's appointment. Okay? They got a few. And at some point in time, they had a trip to Walmart and a gypsy steals a knife from Walmart. I got to think this is the one on Kansas Expressway. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. Local according thing, to guys. where they're 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 living. <clears throat> yeah. And you know, she's in a wheelchair so she can tuck it under and like steal it, but it looks like her mom didn't notice her grabbing. <laughs> and how did she get a hold of a knife? That's what I don't know. Like yeah. with pictures of the knife, it's not like a kitchen knife. It didn't no, look like No, I to think me. it's like a hunting knife well, or something. Well, how did sort? she get a hold of that? Don't they usually keep those behind the I mean, it's Walmart. Who knows? I know. You know. That always, like, kind of confused me just a little bit. But anyway, so she's got the murder weapon. Okay. 
So, after they get home, Dee Dee goes to sleep, okay? And Gypsy lets go to John in the house. Yep. All right. She gives him duct tape, gloves, and the knife that she all stole from Walmart, okay? Yeah. And this is his, you know, little murder kit. Okay. Murder kit. Murder kit. That's so bad. Well, that's what it is. Great name for a band, though. (laughs) (laughs) Gypsy goes and hides in the bathroom and covers her ears because she doesn't want to have to hear the screaming that will ensue. Okay. Um, So, go to John, goes in mom's bedroom, uses a knife, and stabs her 17 times in the back. Hmm. And here's the thing, that if something like that happens, they both got to be a little twisted. Because after this happens, they both go in Gypsy's room and have sex. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the time. I guess that's the the celebration of the completion of the murder. I can't. No. I I just. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, so they grab like $4,000 in cash that Dee Dee had had in the house and they assume it's from like the child support checks that she was sure. receiving yeah. and they take off they go to a motel outside of springfield where they stayed a few days while they planned what they were going to do okay during that time they were seen on security cameras at several stores in the area okay gypsy said that at that point while they're shopping stuff they figured oh we got away with it well yeah okay nobody's coming to get us sure so here's the intelligent thing, which, I mean, they're both le- both mentally deficient at this point. Yes. Okay. For two different reasons, but yes. They mail the knife. <clears throat> yeah. Back to go to John's home in Wisconsin. Stupid. Because I think they're not going to get caught this way. <laughs> and then they take a bus back to Wisconsin to his home. Several witnesses who saw the pair on their way to the Greyhound station uh, said that Gypsy was wearing a blonde wig and walked unassisted. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, they do the dumbest thing in the world, and they go on Facebook, Dee Dee's Facebook, and they post things about her being dead. Like, pretty, I think the rough. one that, and this is a curse word, so if there's anybody that doesn't like it, but that bitch is dead. Yep. That's that's, the one way to give it away, right? Yeah, and I think, and I don't know if we get into this. There were some others. Yeah, Yeah. Uh there were some more. Yeah. Now, friends of the family saw these posts, right? And so they're like, "What is going on?" And they called the police. So the police show up to the house. They, you know, obviously they find Dee Dee's body, and they all believe something bad has happened to Gypsy. They think like she's been kidnapped because all of her stuffs there—the wheelchair, the you know, breathing equipment, all these things that she had to have were all there at the house. So they're thinking, okay, this sick child doesn't have any of her stuff. She's going to die. Yep. Okay. So they get super concerned. Yeah. Now, one of the neighbors, one of the younger neighbors, like she was a young adult, did know about go to John, not necessarily his name or anything, but Gypsy had secretly kind of told him, I have a secret online boyfriend. And she remembered this. So she tells the police. Hmm. what she knew about it, which wasn't a lot, but that led them to in finding both of them at his home in Wisconsin, where they made the arrest of both of them. 
Yeah, and <clears throat> I know it's making light of the thing, and it's an awful tragedy. It really is, but it really speaks to the point of just how deficient they are. Yes, yes. But, yeah, it's, it's awful. And I remember at the time, I mean, and this is a big thing for not just the U.S., but for Missouri in itself. I mean, this is a huge news story, and especially for the area we're in. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with being being in this area. There is there's a lot of people that try to help. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a very community based place. Um, mm-hmm. Some of it is is religious backed, and you know it's it's a there's a lot of faith based stuff out here. But part of what they do is they try to help out the community. So, I mean, there was a lot. Just the shock. Yeah, I think the ultimate shock and. And I remember, like, everybody was like, oh, you found her, you know, thinking, like, in a caring way, she's okay. And I remember the police came out and the, on the news or something and made yeah. a statement and basically said, this is not what everybody thinks it yeah. is. And that's all they would say at the time. Yeah, there was a lot of egg in the face going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So these trials start, right? And it's a pretty big deal for Missouri, especially in this area. And here in Springfield... Um, or in Missouri in general, something of this nature, this first degree murder can carry the death penalty mm-hmm. and it's, uh, or life without the possibility of parole. So <clears throat> I think that we, at the beginning was immediately what came to mind for both of them. Mm-hmm. Every said, Hey, they knowingly committed this. It was all premeditated, you know, all the things that right. you would imagine. And Dan Patterson, uh, announced that he would not seek it for either Gypsy or go to John. And I call the case extraordinary and unusual, which by all means and purposes it is, mm-hmm. but there is already kind of a, a buzz of things that are going on. It's not quite going as expected, but now the interesting part, I shouldn't say interesting, but it just goes to show the level of depravity that or depravity that DD had, done to gypsy that while while gypsy is incarcerated for up to a year she actually gained 14 pounds now he told us to the to the buzzfeed which by the way we're big buzzfeed fans but mm-hmm. anyway her lawyer had told that he she had gained 14 pounds and usually people who are in that situation lose, lose weight. weight yeah so needless to say it kind of it goes to show what it had been happening and in July of 2015, she accepted the plea bargain and was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Okay. Now, did not go so well for Godijan. No. Now, Godijan, granted, was the the actual assailant. Mm-hmm. But he was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed criminal action. And in February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder and conviction and it was the only thing that they had left because they had already taken, you know, the death penalty off the table. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, honestly, he got out lucky, I think, because, I mean, everything was proved they could have. I think them finding that, you know, he's on the spectrum and all that stuff helped him not. Sure. Be. <laughs> the guy, you know, and I don't know if we'll get into this more later, but the guy's where he belongs. Yes, yes. I mean, 
she did not commit. The, it, it's almost like it's not in any way comparison to Manson. But if you think about like Manson didn't actually commit any of his murders, but he got all the mother. But look how long he was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas opposed to Gypsy, she's now already out after eight years. It's because she was abused. Yeah. Right. So you got to kind of you got to like he said, it's like a very special case. It here. is. And they're both, you know, mentally deficient. So. They are. I mean, I think they gave them that, you know, kind of break there. Both of them. Yeah. Because of that. But he still did, I mean, stab the woman 17 times. He killed her. So, I'll save what I want to save for later. We'll, we'll get into a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So, earlier I said, you know, everybody was worried. And, you know, the cops, it's not the situation you think it is. Is and right. it took a little bit for the truth to actually come out. Okay, now she had several neighbors that lived around her in this house. You know that would help her out constantly. You had you had all the people of Springfield that knew who she was. All this stuff, right? And you know the the news, of course. What do they do when stuff like this happens? They go and interview everybody, yeah, right? Course. Like, what do you think? What do you think? A lot of the neighbors I know, you know, they cried on camera said, how did I not know about this? It makes us feel stupid, sure. you know, stuff like that. Just could not believe that this was the real situation. Just, I mean, it kind of just, I mean, everybody was in shock. Yeah. Yeah. And they did end up having a candlelight vigil in downtown Springfield for Dee Dee. I remember this. Uh, the night after the body was discovered. Right. Right? Because she's the, you know, the sweet mother that took care of this child and she's missing and, all this stuff, right? So, and this community always does stuff like that when there's like major crime, like the Haley Owens thing that happened, yeah, that which we will cover someday. It that's a tough one. Yeah. Um. So they're you know people get out for stuff like that. Yeah. They, they they help each other. So that happened. So then they felt like oh you know we did all this right, and there was a spokes spokesman I think for Habitat for Humanity. Um who they were the ones that built the house for him that had the ramp, right? And they quote said, we are just really deeply saddened by the whole situation. I mean, they took advantage. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> and this is what's reported. We don't know 100% that this is what happened, but I would imagine that it's pretty accurate. The likelihood is high. Yes. Dee Dee's family... In Louisiana, they remember they tried to confront her yeah. about their treatment of Gypsy, right? And right. she took off with right. the daughter so that she could, you know, hide it because she knew that they, I mean, well, obviously they were right about it, but <laughs> that couldn't get out, right? Sure. So the father, the stepmother, and a nephew who first shared these details of, you know, Gypsy's actual health. They say that Dee Dee deserved what she got, basically, and that Gypsy had been punished as much as she needed to be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have that opinion. They do. They do. But for her own father. Man, that's... But, I mean, I understand the stepmother. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that way. I mean, that's, that's rough. Yeah, roundup. And apparently none of them would pay for Dee Dee's funeral. And the 
and this is a this was reported. I don't know if this is true, so I'm just going to say that beforehand. But they they say that the father and the stepmother flushed Dee Dee's ashes down their toilet. God. Like that's the ultimate diss right there. Golly, I mean, if it's true, there's a lot of anger and oh, hurt. Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Lord. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay now. Rod Blanchard, remember this is Gypsy's uh-huh. father. He was a little bit nicer. <laughs> he said, quote, I think Dee Dee's problem was she started a web of lies and there was no escaping after. Isn't this is what he told BuzzFeed? Right. Okay. BuzzFeed did a big interview. Yeah, they did. He says, quote, it was like a tornado got started. He was happy the first time he saw a video of Gypsy walking under her own power. So he's like... I don't know, like Dee Dee started this stuff and just couldn't get away from it. He's just happy that now Gypsy's free of her and can be well. I don't know. If I were the father, I think I'd be a little bit more angry. I think at that point, he's just trying to make sense of everything. Yeah. Yeah, but like, let's say we had the kid and you did something like that. I mean, I'd be furious. I'm sure you would be, of course. <laughs> I know everybody else, I mean, everybody has different personalities and, and yes. how they would behave in, in a situation like that. And maybe it's just coming from shock at the time that they interviewed him. And, you know, he did love Dee Dee at one point and was married to her. I think that's where a lot of it comes from, is a shock. Yeah, I would think so. But it's just like, wow. Well, <clears throat> you know, with... <sighs> What would you what would you say in that point? I mean, let's not talk about his, her parents because, wow, flushing her they're down old, the toilet. I mean, old school. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's old some school. Louisiana justice right there. <laughs> yes, I hate to make light of it, but man, oh man, if that's real. Whew. Anyway, but if you are Rod, mm-hmm. yeah, what do you say? I mean. This is technically the person that you love. You're married, like you said. But they weren't married for very long No, either. but they had a kid, and I don't know. I think he's angry, but I, at this point, I think he's just, he's at his end, and I think there's so much involved that he's probably hitting a point where he can't wrap his mind around a lot of this. Maybe, and possibly a little embarrassed that he didn't well, sure. take steps to do something about this earlier. Because yeah. I think he's... I think the way he spoke, like, he almost knew, like, this couldn't all be wrong with her. No. Like, he yeah. remembers her, you know, he said, he remembers her taking her to the doctor early for this and this and this. Three months old, she's on a CPAP machine or something. I don't think he's got a very um, strong personality. No, From the sound not. of it, like, like a person that takes charge of a situation. He's more of a personality that just kind of sits back. Very likely. I'm not that person. <laughs> Neither one not, of us are. Not in situations like this. Especially if it came to my... <clears throat> I don't need looks. If it came to my own child. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I know. Yeah. And yeah. I think the majority of people would say the same thing. I'm not alone here. Well, here, here's my little bit about this whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee. And, and I'm sorry. She's passed. I get it. But Dee Dee's jacked up. She's got a lot of stuff wrong with her. She is oh, diabolical. Yeah. She's, she's a psychopath. She's a psychopath. Very likely 
had a lot to now granted her mother was very sick and was probably getting close to the end anyway but she sure helped pushed it along mm-hmm. and what is the reasoning behind that is what i'd love to know who knows the only person that knows now is apparently in the sewer and then you've got <laughs> you've got the stepmom who she was very much so on the way of killing her mm-hmm. um no Dee, Dee was not a saint she was uh by all no. means an account an awful person. My biggest problem is that woman deserved to be in jail. She deserved to be she deserved to be punished for her sins. Now I'm not saying that she did not, because seventeen times on the business end of a blade is some severe punishment. But I don't think that's quite what she deserved. Personal opinion. I think she should be rotten in jail. I think that 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 would have been proper closure for me. I'm not saying for everybody. A ton of people out there say, hey, stab her another 17 times. Sure. Okay, she was an evil woman. Dee Dee, just a bad person. Probably a killer. But there's a lot of bad people and killers that are granted in, in, in jail and rotting in jail and living their life out in that fashion. Yeah. Now, Gypsy obviously put through hell mm-hmm. um you know all these different things that we've covered of course she is destroyed she's not in her right frame of mind but she did kind of get this going to get to she was the instrument be nicholas go to john killed her mom mm-hmm. but i personally feel gypsy was the instrument well of course she was she yeah. orchestrated the whole thing she got go to John in it. Now, whether they're in love or not, I'm not here to say that. And look, I'm just a guy with a microphone and we have a YouTube, right? YouTube account. I don't, I'm not someone that can pass judgment on somebody, but I can tell you this. I think Gypsy got off way too easy. My personal opinion. I think that, well, we'll cover more about this in a minute but let's just say i don't think the chapter has ended for gypsy okay nicholas i'm sorry to say is in the place he needs to be obviously he kills somebody awful needs to go to jail doesn't need to leave and even if he was in a position where they could put him in a a place that was not like a maximum security prison where he could actually get help which i think that may be where he is now i'm not sure um that is the best place for him. Well, yes. Yes. But nobody, nobody in this story was not culpable. No. They were all that's culpable. That's true. However, I do disagree with you a little bit. That's Gypsy. Yeah. I do agree. No one deserves to die. If anything, yeah, she, she got off easy. Now, the 17 times in the back, you know... We don't know where those places hit. I mean, it could have killed her in you know pretty early on, and she didn't feel the rest of them. We don't know this part. We hope, kind of. <laughs> but That's... no, she deserved to. She deserved for the world to see what she actually did to Gypsy because right. her whole thing was about attention. Now, would she have liked that attention? Probably. Some of those people loved that. Like Manson loved it. 
Yeah, he did. He loved being visited in prison and getting interviewed. And I mean, there are certain killers like that and, and people like that that love it. They yeah. love the attention. So it just depends whether she would have been embarrassed about it or not. We don't know. Whether it even had been a punishment for her. Would it have just been more attention? Yeah. We don't really know. Did she deserve to die? No. But she got something. No, she got something. Right. Go to John, of course. He was, you know, I don't think he's got the mental capacity to understand what his actions took. No. I mean, yeah, he did it. But obviously he didn't. I don't think he fully realized what he was, especially people that are on the spectrum there. I mean, there's there's like a huge number, right? Right. And depending on where he falls in that, I mean, they don't get certain things. Sure. You know, now, as far as Gypsy's concerned, I think, you know, she's probably had a ton of therapy in prison. And, like, she realizes now things. But back then, you got to think about the frame of mind she was in at this point. She's in her 20s, being told she's, like, 14 being basically told that she's got to pretend you know she's at the age now her hormones and everything she wants to be with men i mean that was her preference but she wants to be with men she wants to be a young woman and putting on makeup and you know doing everything that a young woman would want to do at this point in her life and she knows that she's going to be held in that house and she's gonna have to pretend that she's a young child for the rest of her life and any attempt that she makes to get away mom has said i'm gonna say that you you can't She's got her locked down. I mean, the amount of abuse that goes into something like that, she, her frame of mind at that moment is, I have no way out. This is the rest of my life. So she's thinking, how do I get away? This is her only way. And she may be right about that. If this wouldn't have happened, she's pr she would probably still be in the same situation. Yeah, maybe. I just think that, <clears throat> I mean, look, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying that maybe there was another way, you know. I just, well, she probably knows that now. It's just then at the, you got to think about the time yeah. and the her, the way her brain was functioning at that moment. She knows it now, but like, you know, and I think there's, we've even got a quote from her that we'll talk about in a bit about, but she, I know. She was too childlike minded. Yeah. You know? And at that moment, that was the only escape for her. And so I think that's why they ruled the way they did in the court system because she just she couldn't get away. Well. You know, she tried other ways and look what happened did. to her. That's what, that's what I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> there's no way out for her. Now, she is her mother's daughter. And as we all know, with genetics and DNA, we take some of those things of our parents that we like and sometimes we don't like. Yeah. Now, could she be, now that she's grown up getting all this attention, she's just going to keep wanting attention. And we'll get to something in a moment that makes me think that. Yep. Now, hopefully she doesn't use it for evil the way her mother did, but that's rooted in her somewhere. Okay. So, Let's we don't know what the future holds for her. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Gypsy gave an interview with People. Yep. 
okay, before she was released on Thursday. And she did say she'd change the past if she could. And in quote, she said, if I had another chance to redo everything, I don't know if I would go back to when I was a child and tell my aunts and uncles that I'm not sick and mommy makes me sick, or if I would travel back to just the point of that conversation with Nick and tell him, you know what, I'm going to go tell the police everything. I kind of struggle with that. End quote. So that's why I said she can rationalize that now. We can rationalize that. Yeah. But she's in a different frame of mind now. True. Okay. She also said, quote, nobody will ever hear me say I'm glad she's dead or I'm proud of what I did. I regret it every single day. <clears throat> End quote. So that's why I say I'm like, she can think about that. You know, she's had tons of therapy now. And she's probably going to have to have it for the rest of her life. But now she's thinking like an adult. She's in her 30s, you know. So, I mean, that, that, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Sure. And I, you know, I've taken, you know, a lot of psychology. and, And you think about things different when you know what trauma can do to someone. And when someone's controlled and brainwashed. They can't think the way we think about a situation. I mean, if you think like you're basically fighting for your life, because that was the, her frame of mind, she was fighting for her life. Yeah. Well, let's hope so for her sake. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the years that she was imprisoned, she has gotten the the gypsy story has gotten the mm-hmm. Hollywood treatment. Yes, it has. Um, and there has been several things that have come out. The Mommy Dead and Dearest, it was a docu-series, uh, documentary surrounding Dee Dee's uh, murder, and it premiered on HBO Yeah. in 2017. I mean, hello. Uh, Hulu offered uh, their own fictionalized version, um, which is the one that I think you and I have seen yeah, the most of. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah. That was 2019 with the act, and uh, Joey King played Gypsy. Mm-hmm. By the way. She did a fantastic great job. Great freaking thing. It was really good. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, and now Gypsy will tell her story in her own docuseries from hulu or no from lifetime i should say and it's the prison prison confessions of gypsy rose blanchard and it premieres on january 5th which by the way that's when this video is coming out so mm-hmm. if you're watching this it's premiering today it's premiering today and it's <laughs> yes. on lifetime so <clears throat> so she was she was paroled right mm-hmm. eight years of a sentence she's paroled so here she is she's out doing her thing We've already talked at the top. She had her first selfie on Instagram, Mm -hmm. her freedom selfie. And I guess I'm not going to take that in in stride. She this is she's trying to come out and maybe trying to better her life. I get it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'll backtrack just a tad. If she is truly in that frame of mind and if she is ready to. I try to come back into this in this. Aside. First of all, I don't know how the hell she's ever going to do it. Yeah, it's going to be hard for <laughs> you know? a while at least. But if she's really going to make an attempt to be part of this community and part of, of this world, it's going to be interesting to see how that happens now that she's going to have all this. She was already famous. The, the woman walking out of prison just what, oh, was it, a yeah. few days ago. I mean, that was covered on everything, which is primarily why we're doing this right now. Mm-hmm. It's all sensationalized. Oh, yeah. She's getting all this attention now. I mean, are, are you going to cover the, the Taylor Swift thing? 
I'm going to yeah. let you take that I mean, one. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, we're in Missouri, so I, I'm sure this is getting blasted everywhere. But for us especially, mm-hmm. like, it has been in every single, like, news media thing. I mean, it's on all the, you know, social media and, and on our local news especially. God, I yes. mean, it's just been nonstop because this, this is, is where, where it happened. happened. Yeah. So we've got tons of stuff coming out. And she did get, actually get married while she was in prison to someone. Mm-hmm. And so she met, she's met up with her husband now. And they're, they're out and about and they're shopping. And they've got, you know... The media cameras following them around, and and they did a you know short little interview with her, and she said she really wants to go to. Okay, so if you don't know, if you're not from the U.S., which this is another thing that's been blasted all over Missouri repeatedly for like months now, and it's it starting like to forever. get really old. <laughs> so Kansas City, Missouri, is home to the Kansas, City, Kansas Chiefs. City Chiefs, a football team. Now, in America, if this people from other countries are, our football is not soccer. We no. call it soccer. Yeah. Our football is like the the brown ball American that football. they throw. Yeah, American football. Yeah. Okay, so it's home to the Kansas City Chiefs. And one of the players on the Kansas City, you should really be talking about this. Yeah, okay, is, I'll do this. So tra- Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and Travis Kelsey is dating the pop star. Taylor Swift, Swift. Yeah. and she has been seen coming to his games. They, I mean, they follow them every. I mean, I think the teleprompter and stuff at the games are looking up in the box, watching the her time. more than the actual game itself. But and Travis Kelsey has bought a home in KC, and they've been staying there, and they've been found at restaurants and all this. I mean, it's just crazy, sensationalized here is, in Missouri. Yeah. So that's already big, and she knows this, of course. So her number one thing is she wants to go. She's getting Casey Chiefs tickets because she wants to go to the game and meet Taylor Swift. Now, here's where what I'm talking about. The rest of us in Missouri who go to a Casey Chiefs game, no, we're never going to meet Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> you know how much like they are like completely pulled away. I mean, there's there's security. There's no way you're going to meet Taylor. You may see her up in the box. And on the teleprompter, but you're not going to meet Taylor Swift. This is where I think this attention thing, like, oh, I'm famous. I'll be able to meet Taylor Swift. And this is where I wonder. Yes. Well, me too. That's where I'm curious about. She thinks she's going to get special treatment. Mm -hmm. So I guess she, I don't know if they've already tried to go or what the point was, but they basically denied her. You know, they wouldn't even let her go. (laughs) It's a little deeper than that. So as of this morning, this is, by the way. We record this before, but this is the thirty first this is New Year's Eve. Yes. Thirty first of, of December. As of this morning, <laughs> the state of Missouri, and I think it's actually her parole officer, kicked her out of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Citing I think a security possibly security, security risk anyway, or something. Yes. I think they just wanted to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean I mean it's gonna be hard. She's gonna be recognized anywhere she goes in the country, but in this state People are going to be looking for her. Oh yeah. And I was I was really curious to know if she's going to try to come back to the area of where we're at because now if she's attention seeking, she would. But I don't know because a lot of people are ticked off at what happened. Oh, I don't think she's you know coming what I mean? here. About, she better not. I mean, that's a that's No, but that's why I think the KC she was going to maybe head up to KC, but so I don't know where 
I think they're, from what I read, they're planning on going back down to Louisiana, yeah. where her, her family is. Is that where I think they are now, I think? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. If they've made it down there yet, I'm, I'm not sure, because she, they got, this is Sunday, they got, she just got released on Thursday, so it's only been a few days. Yep. So this is where we are right now. I'm sure there's going to be more that happens by the time this comes out, but this is where, what we know right now. So kind of in closing... Here's here's what we have. Now, granted, <clears throat> this is more true crime. And we mm-hmm. do true crime as well as everything else. Yeah. And we do tend to try to to show a little bit of, of a paranormal side. Yes. This is where <clears throat> we kind of take a little bit of a step to the side on that. As of right now, the home that they were in, by the way, we have a short on it that I made a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. There's no long, by, drove by it. Yeah, I drove yeah. by it. Now, it does not look like that anymore. There's no, actually not. people living there now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like it's become <clears throat> the Amityville house. Yeah, you know a how they bit. had to change the appearance to keep people from driving by it because yeah. I think there's so many people. And there's a, a million other videos on YouTube of people trying to drive by and try to, you know, use paranormal equipment. And they had to put up no trespassing signs and the whole thing because there were so many people going to it. Which is where I'm like, I love the paranormals. What we do, we love everything about it. We just got a rim pod for for Christmas. So, I mean, there's other things coming. Yes. But this is the part where I say this was a community just absolutely throttled by this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, there's public domain. You're allowed to go through there. You can drive through there. Sidewalks, of course, are, are public. But I've... <laughs> I've seen videos with people trying with millimeters and with uh, well trespassing on the property. Well, yeah, they, there are some that yeah. done that, but mm-hmm. I'm talking. There's even been a few where they've done um, kind of voice or ghost box ghost box sessions, I should say, on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Look, I I get it. It's exciting. People live there now, and this this yeah. community has been rocked by some things. Um, you know, maybe in the future, I don't know, maybe there's a chance somebody does get to actually go to the house and do mm-hmm. a a proper investigation of it. Do I think it's probably haunted? I probably would think so. Oh, yeah. I mean. I mean, if any place is going to be. She likes attention, so she, yeah. would, <laughs> she would make herself known probably. And especially the way her, her remains are disposed of. Look, I. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it because I'd be heavily interested in it. But if you're going through there, show that community some respect. They've they've been through a lot, mm-hmm. um, and that comes from not that neighborhood I mean, at least. Yeah, that neighborhood. Yeah. And even if this happened in some other town that we weren't a part of, I'd say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But knowing, always get permission. Yeah, get permission. <laughs> drive by as many times you want to. I don't care. It's it, you got on the street. You're allowed to be there. They have some no trespassing. I guarantee you that house has got cameras everywhere. Probably now. Yeah, yes. now. And I'm sure that the neighbors and the people that live in that area also probably have cameras because I'm sure people knock on doors and do stupid things because we're human and we do stupid things. Show them some respect, okay, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's that's kind of where I am with this particular story. Yeah, so we there's not really much evidence to know whether – it's being haunted by her no. or not. Um, the people that have broken into the home are the only ones that have, and we don't really know. I mean, no, I mean, I don't know in the future we'll find out, but 
That's a story as it is yeah. right now, but it's it was huge for here, yeah, and enormous. everybody knows about it. I mean, it, yeah, because you don't know how to feel about. You usually know how to feel about a murder, and this one's a harder one. Lots of gray area. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys think? Yeah, we're curious to know your opinion. Yeah, leave us some comments. Hey, listen, while we were gone, wanted to touch base real quick. We're more than absolutely elated by the uh, the amount of response we had and all the love and support. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've got some pretty nice growth over the last month. Thank you so much um, for everybody who subscribed. And if you're watching this, you're not. Please like and subscribe. Got some really cool stuff coming up. Yeah, like we said, we weren't planning on doing this show. We were there were a few other ones that we have kind of kind of in the hopper, getting yeah. ready to come out. <laughs> um, so we're pretty excited about those, um, but. We felt pretty inclined to come out and talk about this, not just for the fact that it's it's big news right now, but because we're from that area. We yes. live in that area. We're not from there. But, you know, we, we currently reside in the area. So, but hey, thanks a lot, guys. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I don't think so. Just right. get ready. We're, we're going to be oh, pop, yeah. you know, shooting some more episodes out, and we've got some exciting stuff. Super Super exciting, exciting stuff coming up. So As long as schedules align and everything goes the way we hope it will, Man, guys, we got some great stuff. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, stick with us. Stick with us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Music by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Check out our YouTube at Generation X Paranormal. Also, check out our Facebook, Generation X Paranormal Podcast. Love to have you. See you then.